Well, hello, Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Raines. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. I am just so excited to be with you. And this weekend, if you did not attend our Thrive Conference, ladies, you missed out. I'm just saying you missed some amazing time with God and amazing, amazing speakers. We had such a blessed time. So I'm going to encourage you. We're about to launch our retreat and there's limited space November 3rd to the 5th at Hutchinson Island, Florida. Oh, it's amazingly beautiful there. You do not want to miss it. So I hope you join us. So let's talk this week. So one of our speakers was Elizabeth Mitchell, and she is the author of an incredible book, and I want to make sure I said it correctly. It's Journey of the Heart for the Heart. Journey for the Heart. And she talks about loss and how um, she overcame loss. And more than that, really what God showed her during that time. And so I want to go into all of that with you because I would love for you to um, get her book and read it. It's an incredible book. Uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit about that because what I've heard from many of the women over and over is they're going through loss of some sort. And oftentimes we think of loss, well, we've lost a loved one. We've lost, you know, people that we love in our lives. We're having difficult times. There's so many different forms of loss that I've been hearing so many women just struggling where they're kind of getting stuck in that place of loss. And and I want to explore a little bit, a few things of, you know, some of the ways that um, people are struggling with losses, loss of some of the finances. And so there's different things, whether it's divorce, you know, 50% of the families are getting divorced. And that's why Lisa May was one of our speakers. And she talked about how relationships are so important to really thrive, to really have great communication skills. So I'm going to encourage you, if you haven't been to one of the, um, the um oh my goodness i almost forgot it's um love let's see lisa may from i'll think of her ministry i'm <laughs> sorry i didn't write it down um live the life oh my goodness you don't have to you have those blonde moments it's live the life and um it's an incredible ministry and the communication skills if you practice them will help you thrive greatly in relationships and Sometimes a loss is a loss of a dream. You have an idea of what you think it's going to look like and when it doesn't work that way or look that way, it breaks our heart. We struggle with seeing ourselves as failures. We see ourselves as failures through the loss of a relationship as well, don't we? I'll never forget when I was walking through my divorce, even though there were so many reasons for it and infidelity and all these other things. I kept questioning myself, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? And I realized there was nothing wrong with me. Could I, Did I have a part in it? Absolutely. Nothing's ever 100% the other person's fault. But there wasn't anything wrong with me. Yes, it allowed me to grow and I grew and I was able to make some improvements in my life. But ladies, there is nothing wrong with you. Are there areas of your life that you need to improve and we all do. We're like little onions, right? God's constantly peeling things back and revealing areas in which we need to improve our lives. But don't get stuck in the loss of a relationship or a loved one, which is so painful and, or finances. And 
sit in that pity party because it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you. Now, I, I did, you know, do grief counseling as a nurse and went through the whole certification. So I am absolutely positively not saying stuff the grief. Don't do not stuff the grief. It is so invaluable for us to not stuff it. So let's talk a little bit about, though, how do we find hope and healing in the midst of this grief? Because we can have hope and we can have healing even in the midst of that grief. The Bible offers a ton of verses about it. And I know my girlfriend who is walking through some grief said to me, Tina, if one more person tells me, listen to this scripture, it was so hard for her to find hope. I had another friend that walked through it and she had the hope and she just focused on those verses over and over and reminding herself of that. And as she got through it, she didn't have that question, God, why have you forsaken me? Another one of them was on. She's like, I felt like God had forsaken me. There's seasons, ladies, we all struggle. And these are people that are very strong, strong people within the Lord that love the Lord with all their hearts. But we're human. We have emotions. But in Psalms 23.4, um, 23.4, it says this, even though, even though I walk through the shadow, through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil. If you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The verse reminds us, even in the darkest minutes, in the darkest, most difficult times, God is with us and he's going to guide us. I remember just reminding myself over and over and over as I felt like I was losing everything. Jeremiah 29, 11. There is hope and I have a future and it is not on a future of destruction and despair. It's a future of hope. And I would just cling to that verse. So find those verses that you can cling to. Another beautiful verse that got me through is Isaiah 43.2. Isaiah 43.2 says this, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. We're going through those waters and sometimes it feels like we're drowning. But he says, I will be with you when you pass through the rivers. They will not sweep you over. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I remember saying to the Lord, Lord, I think you have me highly mistaken for somebody else because I can't handle one more thing. And do you ever have those days you're like, I just can't handle one more thing, Lord, help me. I think... If we're all being real, I don't care how strong a Christian you are. There's going to be days that sometimes you just feel that way. Like, Lord, I feel like the weight of the world just landed on my shoulders. If we will take time in that moment and praise him and really just praise him and seek him, suddenly that weight starts falling off. And then where does it fall to? It falls at his feet. It falls on his shoulders because he already... He already took it when he took it in those scars on his hands. He already lifted it from us. We don't have to keep the burden. We can surrender. And sometimes I know for me, I had to resurrender and resurrender and resurrender because I kept trying to take everything back on. And in John 14, 27, Jesus says to us, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. 
I do not give you, give to you as the world gives to you. That was really important to me in that struggle when I was walking through losing millions and millions of dollars. He gives to us so much more abundantly than the world does. He says, I do not give to you as the world does. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Fear is something the enemy loves to grip us with. When you ask women, we just had at the conference this weekend, we asked them, what is still holding you back? I read so many of the little hearts and little posting notes, and they said, fear, fear, fear. So many of them were still living in fear. Do not let fear grip you. Don't let your heart be troubled. He wants to take that from you. He wants to give you hope in a future. His word promises that, ladies. How cool is that? And I had to cling to that. And I had to cling to don't let your heart be troubled because my heart was so troubled and my mind was so troubled. And I had to just release it and remind myself. But it didn't happen overnight. It was a process. So give yourself some grace. If you feel like I should know better than this, I should be stronger than this, give yourself some grace. You're going to have those bad days. And then, yes, you've got to get your eyes and look up and we have to look at him and we have to cling to him and we have to focus on his word, which gives us hope. However, if you have a bad day, don't beat yourself up. Just in that moment, try the best you can to dig deep into the word, dig deep into praising him, because I promise it will transform that day. So remind yourself in those days that are really tough. Okay, I have a choice here. And I had to literally say that to myself sometimes. Okay, I have a choice. I can choose to stay in this. And I can be in this pity party that nobody's coming to. Or I can choose to praise him. I can choose to focus on the word. I can choose to go serve others get my focus off of my own pain and I can tell you when I was walking through that difficult difficult time in my finances and losing my home and my marriage and all that was going with it that was so traumatic I'll never forget one of the past said to me why don't you think about serving others Tina maybe that'll take some of the burden off because suddenly when you're in pain all you can think about is the pain it's like spaghetti noodles in your head and so I did. So, my, But my first thing the enemy tried to say to me is, what makes you think you're going through a divorce? You've been divorced. You've got, you're a divorced mom. What kind of Christian are you? If you weren't a good Christian, if you were a better Christian, you wouldn't be getting a divorce. You wouldn't have picked a man that's going to be cheating on you. Blah, 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 blah. The, all these things the enemy tried to put in my head. And I had to say, no, no. The truth is who God says I am, not who the enemy says I am. And I'm going to serve despite of the mistakes I've made, despite of the failures I've had. I'm going to serve anyway and I'll focus on getting closer to the Lord. And can I tell you, ladies, it was life-changing, life-changing for me because suddenly I wasn't constantly thinking about my pain. I was constantly thinking about others as well and focusing on God. And suddenly... My pain didn't seem so insurmountable. And suddenly I had a community around me 
to support me, which also helped with that pain. And I learned tools on how to deal with the pain because getting closer to the community, I suddenly built a community of Christians around me who had many been through some of the same pains who they shared how they had overcome and what were some of the practical steps I could take and some of the biblical teaching that I could focus on to navigate through that. And it helped so much. And another key verse that I would cling to is, um, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 10. And it says this, two are better than one because they have a return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one could help the other up. But pity anyone who falls down and has no one to help them. Ladies, this is so important for us to remember because it's we're stronger together. We're stronger in community you don't have a tribe around you, ladies, come join us at the Masterpiece Women events. We have an incredible tribe that love each other, that support each other, and welcome anyone who joins us. If you're not in South Florida, join us online for our Masterpiece Women community. It's an incredible group of women who are just so intentional on loving others well, and I love that about them. They're inclusive. One are our key you know, um, mottos is there's no competition, only collaboration. We want to collaborate. We want to thrive together. And this verse is such an important one to remind us. We're not meant to go through difficult times by ourselves. We're not meant to be alone. It's important for us to seek out support from others, especially if you're in a journey of grief. Grief share is an incredible, incredible ministry at most churches now I encourage you, if you're walking through a loss of a loved one or some other major loss in your life, that's a great community of biblically-based teaching and support to help you thrive during that loss. So in addition to the loss of loved ones and dreams, loss of finances can be a really difficult one that sometimes people are too embarrassed to share with people that they are facing a financial loss, that they made a mistake in choices, whether it's in a business or in a job or any other difficulty navigating through finances. Sometimes it's almost more difficult because you have to own the embarrassment. So people just hide behind that. I'm going to encourage you, don't do that. Get a community around you that can help you and also consider ways, if you're struggling with finances right now, consider ways to have multiple streams of income. It is in real estate investment, whether it's starting a side business so that you're never counting on one source of income. I'll never forget, I went on this Christian cruise and one of the pastors was talking about, he did a whole you know, series of sermons on this because what he had found in his congregation was so many of his congregation were going through difficulty in finances because they were counting on one stream of income. And if they lost their job, they were living paycheck to paycheck. They had nothing. And let's face it, financial support from the government doesn't pay our bills. It just doesn't. And so they would lose everything. And then they would be coming to the church to support them financially. So he started looking at that 
And what are the ways that we need to become more financially secure? And he said one of the best ways was to start a side business. And direct sales is actually a phenomenal way to do it because it's low investment. The top, you know, direct sales company that I know of, and including my own as a founding member, the very most you're going to spend is like $3,500. No one can start a business on $3,500, but there are some people that can start as low as even $200. Where else can you start a business and make additional income every month for $200. So consider things like that. Real estate investment. Laura Groshi, um, Groshi is one of our uh, masterpiece women. She does coaching specifically on how do you do real estate investment? Because it is such a critical way for people to learn that oftentimes you can use the bank's money and not even use your own to get an additional stream of income with rentals or other or flipping houses. So there's other ways that you can, um, even as short term as if you really need some extra money, rent out a room in your home. Think about different ways. Sell some of the clutter in your house. I'm sure you can sell things on Facebook um, that you may not need, but think about, and one of the things I'm going to tell you, if you say, well, I can't afford to start a side hustle because I don't have $200. Sell some things on Facebook. Get off, get off the TV. Most of the people that are struggling from financial difficulty spend hours and hours and hours on social media and television. Use that time to build a side business for yourself, whether it's coaching or whatever that is for you, whatever your passions are, whatever God's called you to do, do it. I'm going to encourage you, girl, go do it and get that supportive group of women around you that can help you with practical help. They can encourage you. Most of the women in Masterpiece Women have had some kind of either actual business themselves or side business or two businesses. Lots of great wisdom in our group. And so get in the community, be brave, and don't bottle up your grief or your loss or your difficult times. Because if you bottle up your emotions, you bottle up the difficulties you're walking through, it becomes so much more painful in the long run. Being honest and open with your loved ones, with your community, with your friends, it's going to help you through those difficult times. So I encourage you, if you don't have a community, join us. We'd love to have you. Just like the Bible teaches, our, our Savior was so good. He, he teaches us with all these practical ways. If you open the Bible, there's so much practical content in there for us to learn how to build a business. I have this Bible, my Don Maxwell Bible, and yeah, I got all kinds of stickies. It's beat up, but the, I just go in here to topics that are, that I'm looking for oftentimes when I need wisdom and it'll take me straight to what the Bible says about leadership and that specific topic. Any Bible does that. But for me, I love this one because it's specifically about leadership and leading well. Proverbs 21.20 says this, in the house of the wise are stores of choice food and oil, but a foolish man devours all he has. This verse reminds us that wisdom and planning our finances can lead, can lead to stability and to security. You don't want to be caught off guard. So plan ahead. Oftentimes people end up in Dave Ramsey and different programs like that after, and there's no shame in that. 
Girls, go do it. If you're struggling with finances, Dave Ramsey is a great program as well. But they end up there after. I'm going to encourage you, plan ahead. Learn how to manage your finances well. Loss of finances can be one of the most difficult and overwhelming experiences that you can ever go through. So you want to make sure that you not only learn, plan ahead, lean on your faith and lean on that wisdom of the Bible. There's so much about our finances in there. The Lord gives us so many, every tool, every tool we need to thrive through any loss and to plan ahead to avoid loss, especially in our finances. You can't obviously plan ahead for the loss of a loved one. That's heartbreaking. It's earth shattering. I know losing um, my best friend a few years ago rocked my world. It was so difficult. And so I definitely encourage you to seek advice and seek support and seek wisdom from the Lord and encouragement. But I want to encourage you, ladies, even in the difficult times, we can thrive. We can be filled with his joy and his peace that surpasses all understanding. And that is what I'm going to pray for you right now, that the Lord would just fill you with peace that surpasses all understanding. If you're one of the women who are walking through difficulty right now and loss right now, I pray blessings over you. I pray wisdom over you. I pray joy and peace over you, that you would know how valuable you are, how loved you are, and that you are truly his masterpiece. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to being with you next week on the Masterpiece Women podcast. And if you haven't registered for our new event, it's because it's not out there yet, but our conference, our Thr uh, not Thrive Conference, that was this week, our Masterpiece Women Retreat 2023 will be in... Hutchison Island, Florida, November 3rd to the 5th. And it's going to be amazing. So get your, get your reservations early and make sure that you sign up. We'll let you know. It should be up this week. We're hoping to have it up by February 1st. So have a great blessed day. And I look forward to seeing you soon.